we impose all of these like limitations on ourselves because A, we don't have mentors and you would be unprepared mentally to establish yourself in the world. Okay, this is a this is how power, the, the elites strip power from the people. And so many young people have bought into this lie, right? Like I could do it by myself, I don't need anybody. You need to have a mentor. You need to seek out a mentor who will tell you like it is. What is up, creators? Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. I want to preface this conversation by saying it was so much fun to get a chance to sit down and have a chat with my good friend, Owen Video. Owen Hempstaff is an incredible entrepreneur, father, creator, um, honestly active survivor and thriver uh, when it comes to cancer and content creator among many other things uh, as well as a mentor and a coach uh, and again just so many other accolades that obviously i could continue to shower him with however um most of the time when you're getting ready to join a podcast and you're getting ready to listen because of the title being enticing enough that it earns your click and it earns your time to listen. I first want to say thank you. Thank you for the time and the attention that you all give continuously week after week to the Video Simplified podcast. So as your gracious host, I say thank you. Now, for this week's podcast, I we're having various conversations when it comes to brand deals and we are revisiting um, that topic in an aspect that sometimes when people are new to content creation, it doesn't matter how established you are as a brand, but when you're coming at this from literally just getting started in um, your content creation journey, you feel that you will not have viable, um, payable, like well-paid opportunities until you reach fill in the blank X number subscribers, or there's some kind of, um, uh, like as you'll hear Owen talk about like a self-imposed limitation or self-imposed limit that has to be reached that literally no one has told you about. I would encourage you to revisit those ideas and those thoughts that you've have and really idea and pinpoint where did that come from? Why are you thinking that way? And allow this week's podcast episode to help remove those limitations, but also give you some very useful, tangible advice on things that you can do and apply to start going from, I wish I could work with that brand to actually having some usable, tangible skill and, and some go-tos with things to say and things to do and how to approach this uh, from 500 maybe subscriber page, or maybe you got 300 subscribers or whatever the number is. It does not matter because the number of subscribership does not determine the value that you have as a content creator. So go into that conversation. Remember that. Let's jump into this week's episode with Owen video. Now that's enough of an intro for me. Let's get into this week's episode. Well, thank you so, so much, Owen, for being here, my friend. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. You know, like I'm, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about what's happening today. And I'm excited about this interview. So you couldn't have caught me at a better time. Oh, I am just overjoyed overjoyed to have you here oh man so i know like we was even talking uh, a little bit 
uh, off off camera or before the the show, um, just talking about brand deals and things. So I know we want to dive into some brand structuring and all the goodness that is to come. However, um, I, I would be doing a disservice if I did not uh, just implore and share the how great uh, you have been as a mentor and as a coach in the work that you're doing with your content um, on YouTube for some years, for some years now, you have literally yeah. been in the grind and stayed uh, in the grind. And uh, I would love to just hear a little bit of um, some of your creator story of like, I, and even like I've been following you so long, it's like the moves that you all have made, things that have happened, yeah. you know, with the family. Um, so I, I would love to just hear how you've navigated um, your family, faith, and being like a creator full-time and doing the work that you do. Uh, because man, you, you've been phenomenal. You've been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I like to think that I'm still on top of my game, you know, and that's, that's been a focus for us as a company is staying on top and being relevant despite the influx of new creators and new coaches, you know, into the field. And a big part of that has been knowing who we are. Right, like I, I really rejoice in seeing new coaches come up on the space because I learn from them. Right, I learn now. They might be seventeen, living in their parents' house, but I can learn from, and that's okay. Right, yeah, <laughs> it's just different from me. Right, because I'm a little older. I've got kids of my own. I've I've got kids almost ready to move out. You know, but I I've been able to learn from these new creators and really it helps us understand who we are and and who we are is unique you know like i serve the seven eight figure companies and and that's something that not everybody can do right mm -hmm. so we have to constantly make sure that we're delivering a message that attracts that seven figure business owner that eight figure brand because otherwise if we step into how to get more views on youtube right? Like some of this basic mm -hmm. YouTube coaching, high search value content, which again is not bad. We, we have high search value content as well, mm -hmm. but we need to separate ourselves. And that's, that's, I think been the biggest sort of lesson by doing right. That I, I don't really teach that in my program. I just do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing that I, I, I think that I, I'd love for other creators to learn from me. You've got to constantly be reinventing yourself and positioning yourself in your marketplace realistically. You know, when we first started in this game, I was doing on the same channel, uh, I was doing website and SEO content. That's how I got big. My first video ever to take off was called uh, how to build website silos with SEO. Mm. And that video did 100,000 views. And, and so we made more videos on silos. And we kept kind of drilling into this content topic. But what I noticed, I mean, my, my background is video. So I was kind of like uploading videos on YouTube to get SEO clients because that was the marketplace of YouTube at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, after a while, Daryl Eve started coming up and Tim Schmoyer started coming up. And I recognized that I wanted to be a YouTube coach, not a website coach. So, so then I changed my, my content to be more website stuff and I, or excuse me, more uh, video mm -hmm. based stuff. And I did stuff on live video, Facebook live, Snapchat, uh, messenger bot funnels, like video funnels, you know, mm -hmm. and the channel blew up 
you know, blew up again. But then Nick Nimmin came on the scene, who's uh, like a, an intensely dear friend of mine. Uh, him and I have actually done podcasts together. We, we've done so much stuff together. Uh, Brian G. Johnson, Daniel Batal, Dean Nimmin, right? Like these new creators are coming up and it created this new uh, friend network. But I realized that my content had to stand out from their content. Mm -hmm. And I fell into this trap of like doing what they do, right? And so I would make these videos like how to get more views on YouTube and I wouldn't get any more views. I'd get like 500 views, a thousand views. And then I get all these snotty comments like, oh, you suck, you suck. And, you know, again, they're 17-year-old creators living in their parents' house. And so right. you kind of let it ricochet off you. Like, that's not my audience. We're still generating tons of leads. We're a, we're a multi-six-figure business. But we needed to reinvent ourselves. And so we needed to come out again. And that's when I got cancer, believe it or not, for the, the first time. And, um, and so I reinvented myself as, as sort of a – like a YouTube coach who's been through it all. Like I, I did a video on what I my bald head and doing all the chemo stuff, which um, I would not recommend. You, you know, I, I, I've, I'm not a big fan of chemo at this point mm -hmm. because uh, lots of different reasons, but I shared that with the audience. And all of a sudden I went from being sort of like another YouTube coach to this really unique YouTube coach. And that's when the, the guest speakership started coming in and the podcast guests. And all of a sudden, like, People were telling me, oh, and I loved your video. And it's like, that video only got 500 views, but it was changing lives. And that became our new focus. You know, mm -hmm. my good friend, Matt Geelan, um, tweeted out that um, Owen Video is a pioneer in the space. And that, that touched me deeply because pioneers take arrows in the back. Mm -hmm. And we went through the grind, me, Daryl, Tim, like, we were building out YouTube coaching strategies when there were no YouTube coaching strategies. Right. You know, we put together the first playbooks. We're the ones that, that developed the first conferences. I was at the very first Vid Summit when there was like 25 people there. Now it's, it's, it's thousands of people uh, at, at, at Vid Summit. It's the biggest names in the business. It's like the stock for, for YouTube creators. So, you know, our journey through YouTube has not been one of, I started a channel and I got 100,000 in my first year. My channel still doesn't have 100,000 subscribers. And it may or may not, it's not my concern because I make 100,000, you know, often from that channel. And furthermore, my client channels, I'm working with a channel now, it's got a million subscribers, you, you know, and, and we just did a video with them. They were launching videos, they were getting 30,000 views, but then I came on board, now we're getting 45,000 views. Plus, we doubled the click-through rate. So, you know, my journey has been one of largely behind the scenes, mm -hmm. uh, and it's a place that, you know, there's some sometimes where I kick myself, man, I wish I was like, you know, as big as Nick or, or like as funny as Daniel Batal. But really, I'm very happy to be Owen Video, and I'm content in this space. And I think that's a good message for YouTubers is like serve your audience without much focus on the fame. Mm -hmm. And you will find that you are richly rewarded either through the comments that people leave, people calling you a pioneer, um, or through the revenue that you generate from people saying, I don't care what you cost, Owen, I want you to be my coach. You know, And that's, mm -hmm. that's an important part of YouTube. 100%. And I love that you shared that so much because that is absolutely how I have seen like you shine. And it was very encouraging uh, for me, you know, going through the 
my journey of having stage four endometriosis, constantly battling that. Um, you know, it's like you get on the table, you think you're gonna wake up and everything's gonna be fine, or you go to the doctor and it's like something something will come up eventually and nothing comes up. Um, yep. And and still being able to lead uh, in your purpose for work throughout that, and even. Uh, even with that, it was very encouraging to know, like when I first quit my job, I did not, I don't, I know for sure I didn't have like 5,000 subscribers or something. I was probably like between, I don't know, maybe like two or something, barely, barely. <laughs> so, <laughs> but was able to do what uh, I, I was doing, you know, in my full-time job. And so yeah. uh, at, at that early, early stage and people, you know, again, they just only attribute views and subscribers to what's happening. And I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Like it, yeah. it, 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 honestly, if anything, the YouTube channel doesn't bring in as much money as other avenues of the business. And that's it's so like, true. and that's, a, and it's easier, I think, <laughs> because you can create more freely um, in that perspective. And I, and I think it's that positioning for creators, especially for entrepreneurs. And they're getting like, I know my business stuff, but now I have to come into this YouTube scene uh, and I absolutely wanted to have you here because I know like the business side of things um, and like, first of all, the content is phenomenal that you have on your channel. Thank you. And I wanted people to not think only through views and subscribers when they're looking at their content, but yes. understand like you can have a successful business back of your channel, regardless, like your value is not based in the views and the subscribers or uh, external affirmations, which are always nice, but it's not you know, based in that. It's so true. And it's, it's hard to understand that as a creator and you're watching YouTube videos from YouTube coaches and every other video is how to get more views, how to get more subscribers, right? These things are important. And what it, but what it does is it creates this sense of my value is in my views or in my subscribers. Mm. I posted on Instagram yesterday, you know, focus on videos that change lives. And, and that is what's going to make the difference in your business. And, and remember that, you know, you're on YouTube. I, I hope, even if you're a slime channel, you're on YouTube as a business. You're a media production company. You're freaking NBC, dude. Like, and, and what happens is I feel like creators start off in whatever niche. It's beauty, it's uh, photography, it's uh, maybe it's a family vlog and your mm -hmm. goal is to get famous because the idea is if I get famous, then I'll make money. But, mm -hmm. but really it's the opposite. If you start making money, then you'll get famous. And, and the reason for that is that the revenue you make will allow you to outsource to hire editors and to hire even a social manager to help you recut reels and shorts and, and get your name out there and then that will that's like a self-propagating system you know mm -hmm. i i often tell people i got cancer because i was trying to get famous i was working so hard i gave up being a dad to my three kids now don't get me wrong i didn't abandon them but i i was like well they're babies mm -hmm. they won't remember this time so i'll work on my youtube channel and now my kids are 10 11 12 and it's like there's nothing i regret more than missing their babyhood to impress a couple of subscribers who don't even watch anymore, mm. you know? And so you've got to really focus on the business model behind the channel and getting honest with yourself. I talked to so many creators at VidSummit or at VidCon um, and, and they're like, well, I'm just doing this as a hobby. And, and it's this fake, it's totally fake. And I'm calling you guys out that are listening to this 
and you're like, oh, I do this as a passion or I do this as a hobby. It's not true. You do this to make money, but you're not making money. So rather than accept that failure, you you repackage your purpose so that you're okay with it when when really you could flip the script and say, look, channel growth is slow because YouTube is highly competitive now. When I started, there was three of us, me, Daryl, and Tim. That's it, right? But nowadays, people are starting YouTube channels in middle school. Mr. B started in middle school. And so you've got to look at how can I financially sustain this channel so that I can do what I love forever. And I think that if you do that, then this podcast was 100% worth your time. 100%. And that's so that's so key because even when you said middle school, I'm like, we, were, we had forums in middle school. Like, yeah. yeah, like that was... That was the thing, chat rooms, chat rooms and forums. That's and refreshing, waiting for forever for your page to upload so that the part of the page where your comments showed up, you can see if anybody replied yet. It wasn't yeah. like <laughs> I was there. Oh I man. I was participating. I was on the internet since day one, man. Like day one. And we've watched it change. That's part of being a pioneer, you know, like so many of the young YouTubers coming up today who I'm so proud of. Like, I'm tough on them. I am tough on young YouTubers because they're not my clients, right? Mm -hmm. My clients are seven figure business owners are people more my age and older. And they, they went to high school with no internet, right? Like it's a different demographic. And so I, I, I'm more nurturing towards them, right? To the, towards the mm -hmm. paying clients. But for young YouTubers, you have the whole world in front of you and you have a public school system that's babying you. You have a, a, a government that's babying you mm -hmm. and you need someone to give you the real scoop. And that I think is what I do. You know, I never had a mentor growing up. Uh, my, my dad was around, but not available. Mm -hmm. And I wanna be that mentor. I wanna be that person that tells you the truth. And I mentor a young group of YouTubers right now just off the books, there's no money. It's it's just the thing that we do. Mm -hmm. um, we open in prayer, right? So there's a faith component to it. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that so many of these YouTubers that are watching this right now and and watching this in the future, like you're not being told the truth. You're being coddled, and you need to develop a business model. And that business model could be coaching, which I you know I. There's, there's sort of this element in, in the, the younger person today that's like, oh, money is evil. I don't want money. That's all coddling. That's all been, that was taught to you by a teacher who makes a hundred grand a year, drives a Mercedes and has a full on 501, 503B pension plan. Imagine the hypocrisy of being told money doesn't matter. Do it for altruism by a person who's raking in the dough, mm. right? Like you got to look outside that and go, yeah. okay. If I really want to do what I love and not have to work for Walmart, not have to work for Starbucks, then I need a business plan. And that's going to come from selling your own products, creating your own products. Man, if you're a creator, create your own product. I, I love this, man. Somebody needed to develop a rocket that flies to the moon and back by remote control. Mm. Elon Musk decided he would do it, right? And that's the thing is that you guys just got to invent a product and sell it and you'll be surprised how many people sign up whether it's like 10 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month right mm -hmm. the other part of that is brand deals right like brands are always looking for reach and exposure and so you don't even need 
500 subs mm -hmm. to get brand deals, you know, like I got brand deals on my, I have lots of channels, right? So I'm always starting channels. I'm leaving them alone. I see it's like stocks, you know, mm -hmm. like let's see how this does and, and whatnot. You know, I made four videos on my Amazon Alexa channel and was already getting brand deals, you know, and now we're getting more. So you've got to pay attention to those two components that are capitalistic and evil money makers, right? <laughs> you got to focus on those things so that you can create more videos, create better videos, create the videos you've always wanted to create. And I wish somebody would have told me that from day one, because I spent mm -hmm. like six years trying to be YouTube famous. Yeah. You know, if, if, and I, I, I blew up when I started selling a coaching program and that happened when I got cancer. I got cancer and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to coach people now. I stopped making videos for a while and we made a grip of cash doing that. And and the momentum is still with us today. Yeah, I love that so much. I want to dive deeper into that, that value-based positioning because most, and I've even heard this language recently, as a, earlier, earlier as a, maybe two weeks ago, somebody was saying how um, a company said that they could not pay them whatever specific amount that this um, creator wanted because um, they were looking for them to have at least certain amount of subscribers a certain amount of views per video before they would be willing uh, and interested to do that. And I think that that's a misconception that because they'll see that one-off tweet, because they'll see like uh, even like two or three people saying, yeah, yeah, that's not right or whatever. I want people to understand like the difference between value-based positioning versus just uh, some assumed positioning that needs to be had there in yeah. order for that brand deal to make sense. Uh, because I think, and I, and I know for a fact, from one before my channel was, like I said, under 5,000 subscribers for sure, um, where I would get proposition to review certain equipment, gear, or would be positioned by a, a specific brand to talk about that. And, you know, I studied contract writing for a few years with a mentor. So, educated in that space most people aren't and you look at it I and mean, you're asking certain questions and first of all that person knows that oh this ain't gonna just be a yes or no it's like uh no this language here wouldn't work uh number two this is not in alignment i can't do this blah 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 and then it's just like oh okay well never mind and it's like yeah, yeah. i bet it is a never mind <laughs> yeah. and i yeah, think that value-based positioning uh, if you could talk about that contracts are a, are a tennis match you mm -hmm. know like when the contract comes to you, that's when the dance begins. Mm -hmm. And and I've I've sort of gone two different ways with this. You know, one of my okay. good friends got a very successful channel on uh, uh, electric vehicles, mm -hmm. and uh, I've helped him uh, acquire some brand deals. Just for you guys that don't aren't familiar with me, like I help channels get six figure brand deals. It's probably what I'm most well known for in the creator space. Mm -hmm. um, and he turned down a contract based on or he turned down a brand deal based on the contract language and it's like sometimes like for your first brand deal i just say accept the contract get the brand deal mm -hmm. right but that also like depends and my big thing is learn from it right so well what if they own it well who freaking cares if they own it like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you own the channel so make it unlisted right mm -hmm. they don't own that you own right like mm -hmm. hey Look, there's lots of things. Well, they own my my video. Who who cares? Mm -hmm. Like what? Here's the thing. That brand will forget that they own it. Number one, and and number two, you just got three grand for it. So what do you care? 
you know, want you, you want to put that video ranks. So make another one, unlist it, right? So that it's not ranking and then say, hey, if you want it, if you want it back on ranking again, then you're gonna have to pay me another three grand. Like this is, I, we have a video coming out really soon called ranking as a brand deal strategy. Mm. So you have to re realize that as a creator, you have more power than you think. Mm -hmm. And there are times when you should just take the contract. There are other times where you send the contract back to get what you want from it. And we were talking about this before the show, like mm -hmm. nine times out of the 10, the brand's like, okay, you know, like they, they just want to, they just want to work with you. They want to work mm -hmm. with like 10 creators. Mm -hmm. You're one of them. And, and the contract's a template. So they just send it back to legal, legal line items, it line, like line item vetoes it rephrases it, sends it back to you and you sign it, right? Mm -hmm. We do that sometimes just to do the dance a little bit. Like they send me a contract and I'm like, oh, you know, this is really great. Can't wait to work with you. But, you know, item 4A and item 5B, can we just tweak that a little bit? Mm -hmm. You know, it's our legal department. We don't have a legal department, but it's like our legal department doesn't like wants to hear it like this. They're, okay, and they change it. Mm -hmm. And what that does is it makes us seem a little bit more credible. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes them feel more like they're working with someone they can trust, right? Because when you're like a yes man for the brand, they're going to walk all over you and they're not going to do it on purpose, but you're a yes man. They're just going to ask for more and you're just going to say yes. And you, you got to like watch out for that. So know when to just say yes. And I always say on your first brand deal, just say yes, just get the brand deal. And then as you continue, like get to understand the language of the contract and you'll find that most of it's standard and template you, you know I, I did a brand deal with the company fortune 500 company and that's one thing i want to talk about the difference between gopro mm -hmm. and the local real estate office okay because if you have a vlog and i know i just cut myself off but i'm going to go on to this topic real fast if you have a vlog or you have a tech channel and you're you're growing you're you're not quite up to those self-imposed standards of oh, I need a thousand or 5,000 subs. I'm going to get to a thousand subs and then I'm going to look for brand deals. Like, you know how many brand deals will pass you by? Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go to look for brand deals and a brand's going to be like, show me some examples. And you're like, well, I turned them all down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's a difference between I'm going to assign GoPro. Okay, bro. Sure thing. GoPro is really going to answer your emails, right? But but the local broker, the local real estate broker that's advertising on billboards off of your local highway, dude, that's a freaking brand deal. You go to them and you say, hey, look, I got this YouTube channel. We're getting, you know, 10,000 views a week, 5,000 views a week. Uh, would you like to sponsor it? You know, and you go, what does that look like? You say, well, we're gonna give you a shout out every single week um, and we'll put a link to your office so you'll get SEO credit. You know, and, and every video you say, hey, in today's video, I'm going to be showing you the latest microphones and, and the latest uh, uh, lavaliers that will make your videos fantastic. Mm -hmm. So stick around. You know, today's video is brought to you by ABC Financing. If you're looking to buy, sell a home or refinance, you've got to call these guys. They're awesome. Links in the description box. Okay, let's talk about microphones. You know, it's so simple. The brokerage loves loves that some YouTuber is talking about them. And five grand? Pfft. Look guys, brands have more money than you think. 
So you're like five grand, that would take me a year to make. But they got that in their in their expense accounts, you know? And so you gotta be willing to just be like five grand, right? And then take mm-hmm. notes, right? Well, no, I can't do five grand, right? Okay, next, move on to the next brokerage. Pitch them the same deal. You pitch three brokers five grand, you'll get five grand. But if you pitch three brokers one grand, you're gonna get three brokerage clients $3,000, you're burned out and none of them are getting leads or any kind of referrals because you're an unfaithful sponsor, right? You're an unfaithful channel. Like you got all these different people that you're advertising. You know, it's like one of these right. big creators that I follow in the health space, he puts his name on every sleep app out there. So I went, I Googled, I was like, Googled him and sleep app because I want to know what the best sleeping app was. Mm-hmm. And his name, you know, this guy recommends this one. This guy recommends this one. It's just like, I can't trust this guy. He just, he yeah. just takes the money, you know, in the beginning that might be okay, but you got to like space it out a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? My point is this charge higher amounts, um, and look at smaller unknown brands because at those, like the local bike store, uh, the local computer repair shop right? Any type of multi-location business, brick and mortar, because they go to their meetings, their team meetings or whatever, and they're all talking about how do we get started on YouTube, right? And you can provide that solution. You say, look guys, you don't need to make your own videos. You just sponsor people that are making videos and your name will be seen by thousands and thousands of people. This week's Gear Fix is brought to you by our messaging system, which is powered through SpeakPipe that we use so that you can leave your own voice messages for the podcast. So number one, if you haven't left a rating or review, please be sure to do that. Number two, you can go to dinah.link forward slash message at any time to do that. But this week specifically, um, you can go into the Gear Fix link, dinah.link forward slash Gear Fix and leave a message. We're talking about some really good stuff on these various interviews that we're doing. And I highly, highly encourage you to share your thoughts um, on some of the segments that we're doing before and after. So if you haven't done that already, be sure to do so. But let's get back into this week's podcast episode. I love that. I love that because that, again, that position, that value-based positioning, most people overlook that assuming like i said that is just not good enough or what's the value to them and it's like the same thing that it is in any form of advertising and i know somebody's probably thinking well what if they say that this isn't working or we're not getting any leads or, or the whatever the same is true of the billboard like yeah. the risk <laughs> is less with 100%. you and it's like, percent risk is less you're not promising leads you're promising a shout out and, and you're promising a link in the description box. And this is what I talk about in some of my videos. I got a whole playlist on my channel about brand deals. Mm-hmm. But in those videos, we talk about like, you are promising numerical deliverables, okay? So it's like one video, one link in the description box, 300 words in the description box, um, et cetera, et cetera. But, you're not promising lead gen. And if they ask for lead gen, you say, is the billboard promising you lead gen too? Mm. Or did they just sell you a billboard, right? Or what about another great resource for finding brand deals is those mailers that you get, like the buy one, get the one mailers, yep. right? Because those guys are paying for advertising already. So 
you know, I don't know about, I flip through those magazines cause I'm, I'm in the business. So I'm always looking at who's in business, but I never really called one. And, and I know some people call them, but if you're a YouTube channel and you're halfway decent, you can pretty much guarantee they'll get clicks because when they're watching the video, the click is just a tap. Whereas with the magazine, I have to find your ad first and then I have to go find my phone. That's how I call your number. And I guarantee you 90% of those are all voicemails, you know? And so it's a harder thing for the client. Whereas one click that goes to a free guide or an opt-in for the sponsor, like that's cake, man. So mm -hmm. never promise leads, okay? You're promising placement on your channel. You know, when you promise leads, here's what will happen. The brand will treat every lead like garbage, every lead. They'll get a phone call from your channel and they'll be like, well, do you have $100,000? No. Okay, bye. And they'll say, you sent us garbage leads. Mm. And what I do is show me a recording of the call. Oh, well, I like, look, if your people are not trained inbound salespeople, that's not my problem, but I do have a program for you. Now that's my business. I can offer that. Not everybody can offer that. But my point is you don't offer leads. You, you promise placement on your channel. And we recommend dividing up your channel uh, into various placements, right? Like a shout out in the first minute, that's one placement. A shout out in the middle or towards the end is another placement. On-screen, non-verbal placements, right? So you're talking about microphones, but a lower third pops up that says, this video is brought to you by the, the, the refinance company and check our links and like a couple lower thirds pop up or whatever. You know, you could even do like Ben Shapiro, if you guys are familiar with him and like, mm -hmm. let's not get into politics, but this guy monetizes. This guy yeah. knows how to monetize. Like he's opening up doing his hook and the screen splits in two and this side is all advertisers. And it's like one after the other while he's delivering the news, right? So what if you were delivering your content and then you had like a, a square pop up that's like this video brought to you by ABC Bike Company or or by, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, MailChimp or, mm -hmm. or one of the software affiliates that you, that, that you use. And I do think you should, if you don't have any brand deals right now, you should leverage your affiliates and as if they were sponsors. You have to change the language a little bit. Like I mm -hmm. wouldn't say sponsored by, I'd say brought to you by. But that way it looks like your channel has sponsors. And when a, when a sponsor says, show me an example, you have an example, okay? so think about your, your, your placements, right? And other placements are like um, iCards, that's a placement, right? How about description box templates? That's a placement. How about a dedicated video? That's a placement. So you go to a brand, you say, look, it's 5,000 bucks. We'll make you one dedicated video and we'll give you three shouts out in the first minute of, of three other videos over the course of 90 days, right? Now, if you have an email list, oh dear Lord, like back up, charge twice as much. You say, and we're going to send out an email to our list dedicated to you. If you have a blog, you say, plus we'll add a, uh, we'll add an image of your business, like an ad image, you know, mm -hmm. to our blog sidebar. And you know, now you got a $10,000 deal. And this, this company's like, wow, you're going to do all that. You know, it was Tim Schmoyer came to me and, um, 
if you guys know Tim at Video Creators, he's, he's a great friend. And we were talking brand deals and I told him how much I charge for all this stuff. And he's like, that's it. He says, you need to double your price right now. And we did and, and it worked, right? So don't get me wrong. Like don't offer the world for a thousand bucks, right? But the reason we tell our young creators to start an email list is so you can sell the damn email list, guys. Like, mm. I don't mean sell like, oh, oh, and I hate that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I get, but it's like if I'm gonna send out about this video, I'm doing promotion as well. You know, it's like the work that I had to do for everything else outside of this. Plus, it's my name. It, that's one thing. That's it's my name. It's my branding that I'm adding to this, and I'm the initial reason why people are coming here. And if yep. that's the case, and I, if I'm going to recommend this, then obviously, and, and I think also it's like, I always try to do like a little bit stronger positioning with like finding like, yeah, if I'm getting proposition by uh, another company or whatever, it's like, I want to work with you guys. So yeah. if I'm going to decide that this season, we're not working with this and we're exclusivity is another element of, of that, you know, in yeah. the sense of like, okay, uh, I'm going to make sure that if if this is the, the company that I'm talking about, for example, I love this and I want to refine this a little bit so people understand how to do this, because, yes, you can talk about things that may not necessarily be, quote unquote, on brand. Uh, a lot of people are concerned with, well, I don't know if I want to talk about real estate. I promise you watch any video on YouTube that's like a highly successful channel from view subscribership uh, positioning. They talk about whatever. It could be yeah. a debit card thing Square that you space. would usually say. Yeah, it, yeah. Does, it doesn't matter. Like a Squarespace web, they'll, you, they'll find a way to make it make sense to the whatever it is that they're doing. And it's the same is true again of the billboard of the traditional media, which a lot of companies still do faithfully and still have belief that it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Versus knowing it's like, especially like, so here's another, another element uh, of that. And I'm gonna come back around to what I was starting to say. Um, it's like we have analytics. We have some of the best analytics, like with YouTube, yeah. with Facebook, if if you're doing uh, video and stuff there. But, you know, we have some of the best analytics to know if you're already spending money targeting for X, Y, and Z demographic, I'm already reaching those people. Yeah. So when you have that, it makes it a much stronger positioning. But if you're trying to f figure out and understand, like, why would I sp specify something that may not be um, something in the niche because everybody has different needs. And, you know, I would love for you to talk about that too. Cause I know some self, people like it has to be like, I'm talking about microphones. It should be a microphone company. I'm recommending self-imposed limitations mm. It's self-imposed limitations, you know, and we deal with it too. I've got a client right now that he's, he's like, Oh, and like, I want to do a campaign that makes us, you know, 20 grand. And I'm like, all right, so here's what we do. We're going to, we're going to do these five videos and then we're going to do like a live stream that sells a product and and i was like i guarantee you'll make 10 grand from that you know mm -hmm. so he goes all right and he sends me a list of no joke diana 26 things unrelated to that campaign first thing i got to do is change my facebook banner then after that i got to write a new blog and then transfer my blogs over to wordpress that it, it's like bro just make the videos and go live right we impose all of these like limitations on ourselves because a we don't have mentors mm -hmm. right like back in the day we in america we had the lions club we had the boy scouts 
And we have like, and that's I, probably some people are snarling right now, Boy Scouts, they're all these. <laughs> you gotta understand, mentors were systematically stripped from our society with false negative claims. Oh, the Boy Scouts are this, and the Lions Club is that. So that you would not have a mentor and you would be unprepared mentally to establish yourself in the world. Okay, this is a this is how power the the elites strip power from the people. And so many young people have bought into this lie, right? Like I could do it by myself, I don't need anybody. You need to have a mentor. You need to seek out a mentor who will tell you like it is. Yeah. And this is this is part of that, right? So mm -hmm. Knowing that that like this whole it needs to be a microphone thing like that's a self-imposed limitation that no mentor ever taught you. You invented that in your own mind. So what we teach is like go make it's a three-part list, right? Make a list of all the top Fortune 500 brands you want to work with, right? GoPro, uh, Johnson and Johnson. Everybody wants to work with Mattel. We're headed out to ClamorCon um, uh, on Sunday. There's going to be a lot of brands there. It's a family vlogger uh, mm -hmm. thing we, we actually have a comedy channel with a quarter million subs on TikTok. so like like i said i start all these channels you know what i mean yep. um mattel will be there is my point but but here's what i'm saying is like make a list of all the fortune 500 brands okay so that you can write it on paper and you could satisfy that urge but you realistically those those are not going to happen secondary make a list of all the softwares and the products that you already buy. Now, if you're already using Canon microphones, that goes on the Fortune 500 list, right? But like for me, let's see, we use Volley. Mm -hmm. um, we use Restream. We use um, Funnel Streams. And, and so we've got all these softwares that we use and we have these products that we use so they're on a list and we reach out to them via Twitter mostly. And, and we, we're building relationships with them. So that's my second level of potential brand deals. And then third is local clients. And, and this is where people really get flustered because every YouTuber wants the brand deals to call them. Every YouTuber is like, no, I'm not gonna do any work. I'm gonna get so famous that they just call me. Never gonna happen, dude. Never gonna happen. I remember I was at Clamor a few years ago speaking on brand deals. And there was this huge channel, I won't say their name, huge channel sitting in the front row with his lip just curled, just like at everything I said, because I was about prospecting. I'm like, you need to go network with brands and like get to know them. And he mm -hmm. raised his hand and he goes like, how do you, he's like, we're famous enough for the brand to call us. And I said, how many brands are calling you? And he goes, well, none. I said, then you're not famous enough for the brands to call you, mm. you know? And, and that's the thing is that the brands are calling PewDiePie. The brands are calling, you know, Mr. Beast, but that's all they know. You know what I mean? Because they, they go see who their kids are watching. They call those people. The brands are run by baby boomers. Right. And then they hired a bunch of millennials to help them stay young. You know what I mean? Yep. So you got to put yourself in front of them. And uh, that I think will be the difference. Like that's when you'll start making money. We get brand deals all the time because we 
ask for brand deals all the time. With and I have a very simple follow-up. So one of my good friends, Roger Wakefield, um, uh, we did some consulting with him, and he got a, a multi-six-figure brand deal. In fact, he called me what three, four days ago, and he's like, "I think I just got my first seven-figure brand deal," and it was all through prospecting on LinkedIn. Right? He didn't just wait. Mm -hmm. He's got what three hundred thousand subs. Like he didn't just wait mm -hmm. for the brands to call him. He's like, "Hey, I got this channel." We should work together. Hey, I got this channel. We should work together. A percentage right back, a percentage of those signed deals. So you have to go and put yourself out there and you have to make it a part of your business, right? You have to say, okay, I'm gonna do two hours a week. We'll be focused on brand deals this week so that, that I can you know, have a pipeline to go through. And this is, I think, the part of being a creator that creators don't like, um, so they don't do it. And then they go Google videos on how to get brand deals. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It is a, it is work. And I think that that structuring and understanding like one, it is a lot of relationship building. I always talk about in any interview that I do, like how mentors have completely uh, just revolutionized and changed, literally helped to change my life. It's like at no time really from, uh, the ancient times to present day, really. And, and I love like the industrial age of uh, the American story, if you will, uh, because that's all it was. That's all it was, was like a lot of mentorship and guiding through the, what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so at no time were you ever really by yourself doing it. And even when you, when you were, it, that change just moved. Now you have, you know, a mentee under you, uh, or yeah. like you said, for some of those fields, the apprenticeship or what have you. But um, so I absolutely love that. So one last thing uh, before, and I, I, cause I could ask you questions for days on this. Uh, but when it comes to that and you're saying like the reaching out, what would that initial message yeah. be? Because I don't want people to feel like I don't know what to say or um, feeling like it's going to look a fool or whatever. What would that initial conversation be if they're doing a tweet, yeah. email or the like? Yeah, so I would say, first of all, go to my channel, Owen Video, and I got a bunch of videos um, on, on brand deals. And the number one comment I get is, you should be more famous. That's the number one comment that I get is like, these videos are great, you should be more famous. And it's, it's, very, it's very touching. Um, but know that, that I work with some of the top YouTubers in the field, and so like, it's, it's a different game that I'm after. Anyway, that's just my ego talking. Let's talk about the actual question. Um, the actual question is very, very simple, right? You, you're reaching out to the people on your three lists and you're not reaching out to the GoPros, right? Cause you're, you're just not, you're just not going to do that, but you're going to reach out to the other two and you're going to say some one paragraph and you're going to say something like, you know, Hey, um, I've got this channel and we use your product all the time would love to talk about a, a collaboration or a sponsorship to introduce you to my audience. And then you sign your name and you put a link to your channel, right? It's like, Owen oh, video, check out my channel here, hyperlink, right? Mm -hmm. But you gotta send 10 of those out every week. My wife sends 10 of those out a day, a day, but that's her job, that's what, that's what her job is to do. Mm -hmm. and, and that's called a pipeline, right? So it's copy, paste, copy, paste. So it's like, you know, <clears throat> you're gonna reach out to, um, uh, you're gonna reach out to MailChimp, right? Cause you're an affiliate for them and, and you're using that, whatever. You, you're gonna say, uh, hey, MailChimp, we love your service. In fact, I use it all the time. I, I'm almost, uh, you know, um, 
I wouldn't go there, but I would say I, I use it all the time. It's so easy to build my list. And I've got this YouTube channel. It's gaining a ton of momentum. A lot of people are subscribing and watching, even if they're not. Okay, you just, but this is what you say. You don't say, hey, I got this channel and it sucks, right? You go, I got this channel and people, it's gaining momentum. It's really doing well. Um, we'd love to explore working with you as a sponsor or in a collaboration. Let me know what you think. Here's my channel. Boom. And you, then you, now you do another one to, you know, let's say I'm looking around my room here. Um, let's say that you're, you're going to do another one to, um, uh, just, uh, funnel streams, right? It's a funnel company, right? You go, Hey, funnel streams, man. We love your funnels. We have, it's so much easier than click funnels. And, you know, I would love to share this with my audience before I do. I, I just wanted to know, like, would you be open to a collaboration or a sponsorship, um, where we introduce your system to my, to my viewers? Let me know what you think, you know, your name. So you open up with this statement of, of credibility, right? Like we know who you are and we know what you do. I, you ever got those messages on Instagram, like dear sir or dear madam? You, yes. You know, it's like, you didn't even bother you are. Yeah. Or it's like, you can tell clearly tell this is a copy paste from the someplace in the, in the Gmail thing that they sent. It was just like, you didn't even try. You didn't even we, try. <laughs> we definitely, and we believe in like a like a fifty percent copy paste, right? Copy and paste it, but then fill it in. Yes, so it that's what I'm saying. Like fill that. it in because you didn't. You didn't even bother to change the take the sir off clearly, or just they you know they didn't it. try. <laughs> and they see through it. They they know what you were doing, and so you do that ten times a day, once a week, or, or excuse me, t ten times over two hours. Cause you know, you're going to send one email and then walk around the room, send another email and then go get yourself some coffee. You, you know, you got to get out of that mode and more like sit down, pound them out, do it in 30 minutes and then go back to making videos, you know? And then through the rest of the week, you get these emails that are like, tell me more, you know, Hey, great to hear from you. We're not interested, but keep in touch, right? Like mm -hmm. you start to build the pipeline. And if you use programs like boomerang on Gmail, yeah. uh, there's, I'm sure there's others. I use boomerang, but like someone yeah. says, Hey, now's not a good time or your channel's too small that's a great deal well what you do is you use boomerang to say you know surface this again in 30 days mm -hmm. and then in 30 days you just you just touch base not like you're proving to them anything but maybe their mood has changed right maybe a brand a big brand this happens to me a lot like a big brand signed a deal and then didn't deliver right didn't do the videos and so they're like we're tired of working with big brands Owen. like what do you got or big channels like what do you got you know and it's like all of a sudden Cause now I'm going to come in, you know, think about this, like maybe a big brand charges them like 15 grand for a video, but we'll charge 15 grand for a 90 day campaign. And then all of a sudden they're like, we really like this guy. So that fit that 15 grand becomes what? Like 60 grand mm -hmm. over the course of a year because we re-sign them. So, you know, that's, that's what the email sounds like. It's not complicated. Now, yeah. what happens when they when they write back, when they write back, this is where you need to have sort of like a plan. And again, I got more videos on this, but you need to know like what you're going to pitch them, right? You need to yeah. know and what we have something what, in mind. What we believe is five videos, five videos, twenty five hundred is like a starting point. Yeah, um, I, I charge far more than that for five videos. But as a starting point, five videos, twenty five hundred. And and it's very simple. It's like that. It's like. You get five videos. Each videos are seven to 10 minutes. You know, um, there's a 300 word description box. You get one link, right? But all of those are numbers 
so that the brand can see clearly what they're getting. And when it goes to legal, so what you guys know, like legal's looking at what are, what are we getting, you know? And, and that's, that's, I'm gonna do a video for you. Like, what does that mean? You know, exactly. Unpack that because the video is a thumbnail. You got to put, you get one thumbnail. You got to put that so that, so, oh, I get one video for 2,500. No, you get five videos, five thumbnails, five description boxes, 1,500 words, five links, right? It's like this bigger package, but it's never different than what you were going to deliver in the first place. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. And we'll definitely put a link to, of course, the channel and the playlist uh, in the description. Um, but on, I know, like I said, you do coaching, you have your program and you have a few other things going on. Where can people find out more about you uh, and what you have going on right now? Yeah, check out the video marketing school.com is uh, the best place to look at our 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 company and our our brand. I'm also very active on YouTube and Instagram at Owen Video, and you can check me out there. But if you're a creator, you know, I would love for you to be following because here's what I can promise you is that by following me, you're gonna hear a lot of things that you're not hearing from my very esteemed colleagues, Brian and Nick and Roberto, all great friends, so much respect. I talk about more of a business side, right, to things. And so my channel will give you a different perspective. And I'll tell you this, you're gonna hear things you don't like. You're gonna hear things that, that aren't coddling to you. I'm not gonna pat your bottom and tell you that you're wonderful. Um, I'm gonna tell you that, that you know, if you wanna see big improvements, you gotta make big improvements, you know what I mean? So for, I know some of you guys won't like that, but some of you really will. And for those of you that will, you, you know, join the channel and see what we're doing because I feel like it's truly unique in the space. I love it, love it. Man, thank you so much, Owen, for your time uh, and your wisdom that you uh, shared today. I'm so honored to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm sorry, you guys didn't get to see the tech fiasco like i got a whole like recording <laughs> studio but like none of it worked so i had to bust out the mobile device and that's why you guys are thinking like who is this guy with his mobile device he's not an expert <laughs> actually i'm such an expert that i have like six different ways to do an interview you know what i mean so there you go uh, it's, it's always I having the backup you. to the backup <laughs> yeah yeah it's exactly what it was you know what i mean so i appreciate you having me and, and let me share um some of my uh, real thoughts with the audience love it thank you so much so that's where I'm gonna leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else, they may be able to take advantage of that, want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, live a passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the video Simplify Podcast. Take care. Simplify.